Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us here in our guest segment of the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Really, we're so thankful that you come here and we need to change more than one unenslaved mind at a time. We need your help. So please feel free to share these shows far and wide. You have a website, play them on there because we don't have much time to wake people up. We have to overcome massive voter fraud massive to not let the Democrats take over and it's more of to me it's less of voting for Donald Trump than it is for preventing the Democrats or should I say the Bolshevik revolutionists from taking over because there will be a purge you can take that to the bank Uh, before we join our guest Kathy Rubio I want to just make sure that you understand that we have a TV show and people keep saying, Dave, I don't know how to get to it. I get all these requests. It's so simple. Number one, if you forget the URL I'm about to give you, you just go to uh, the article sections in my website. And at the very, very top, there's a red box, oblong box. If you click it on, it takes you right there. And what am I talking about? The TV show, the common sense show dot TV and uh, for less than a cup of coffee a month you get uh, really good interviews you get really good content uncensored content and people are let's put it this way we're getting rave reviews and record numbers of signups according to people like at roku so uh, take advantage of that also i want to make sure that you understand that a contrived food shortage is underway in the united states and around the globe and uh, we're beginning to see food inflation rear its ugly head smaller packages bigger prices and it's only going to get worse so you better have your storable food right now mps has their four-week special on their emergency food hundred dollars off that's nearly 40 percent people are buying multiple sets of this to add to their stash because it's the cheapest way to do it you get restaurant quality complete safety and 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. One final thing. We are taking a look here at water filtration very seriously because of the, the possibility of the grid being taken down by the Chinese. And you'll find, you'll find drinking water, but you can't drink it because it's poison, spiridium, all that good stuff. But if you have the Alexa Pure Pro water filter, you can cleanse that and have a fresh drinking water supply. It's a tremendous, tremendous device. 40% off the research that validates how good this product is, is on the site at waterwithdave.com. Remember, 40% off while supplies last, waterwithdave.com. So you have the food, foodwithdave.com, excuse me, preparewithdave.com, pardon me, and the water with waterwithdave.com. And now we have Kathy Rubio with Dave, no.com. Kathy, I'm glad you could join us. Thanks for being with us. And I, I want to start out with an old topic very, very quickly uh, before we move into the possible coup. But El Salvador has been turned. And uh, Southcom is there with massive military supplies. And they're kind of the antidote to a Red Dawn invasion. <clears throat> and um, uh, we look at all this. 
Um, did all those um, training camps in El Salvador that were training the terrorists along with the cartels together, are they gone too? No, no, no. <laughs> well, they tell, are not tell gone. Us. They're still there. Yeah, and a lot of the, those camps that were training down there have moved their people into the cartels. So the people have been trained, and now they're working for the cartels out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so, no. we have our cartels, too. It's called uh, Antifa. And uh, yeah. they're taking over stuff, too. So it's, it's interesting how these events are paralleling. But you're aware that Southcom is there with a pretty big presence, right? Yeah. Yeah, just it's what, yeah. what a split country that is. Okay, and then the other thing I wanted to ask you about is things you've been sending me have been very provocative, and you're talking about an insider warning about a military coup against President Trump. Can you talk about that? Yeah, you know I can't remember his name, Colonel Richard something. Yeah, I'm having a memory lapse on that too. Um, yeah. But but you know what? Strange. Hang on here. Um, I bet we can pull this up here. Here, just give me a second here, and I bet I can pull this up here. And um, scrolling down here, the travails of radio, right? And I think I have it here. Richard Black. That's it. That's it. Yes. Okay. So what is Richard Black and saying? I should have got that. He is saying that an open letter was sent out to many, not just him, many retired colonels in the military and asking for a coup to take place. That they are preparing for the military coup to take place on January 20. If if Trump does not step out of office, if he is not out of the White House, so they are already making these plans. Did you see also yesterday were two hundred um, people from the Pentagon came out, high level officers, and said they were pledging support to President Trump? I did not see that. Yeah, that came out yesterday. It was it, it, it's it's made the rounds. A lot of people have contacted me on that, and they say, "Well, how do you justify the black uh, admission with with this?" And I'm just saying that when the civil war starts, it is going to be general versus general. Yes, it is. Robert E. Lee versus Ulysses S. Grant. Yep. I know. Yep. People don't want to believe that, but and, it's there. And it's all being set up our benefit to get us involved in this civil war killing each other well Antifa's doing a hell of a job right now they're burning up the western United States and I can't breathe here in Arizona and, and no no cop is on my neck with his knee but I'm talking about the fact that this smoke is coming over here and you can't even tell if it's clouds or, or smoke it's so bad. Uh, I get the and, same thing here in Minnesota. Yeah, well, in the afternoon, you know, we have we look like it's the planet Mars, and you look at it, no, it's the sun. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Absolutely crazy. Well, 
they're going to destroy us in three ways. They're coming at us at, with the weather. They're coming at us on the borders. They've got people lined up on the borders to come in. Mm -hmm. And um, they're coming at us with the drugs that are coming in here, just flowing in. I, uh, I, I know about the drugs from the southern border mostly, but in uh, Canada, uh, British Columbia, Trudeau is throwing in with Canada, I mean throwing in with China. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Canada, this is actually pretty obscure, Kathy. You may not have heard of this. and In fact, I've had to tell many of my colleagues who haven't heard of this. But studies have come out and have said that Canada, uh, between 2020 and 2040, will be the number one supplier of exportable fresh water. And water is becoming a problem because the, the water tables in many uh, United States cities, Europe, uh, China, Saudi Arabia, they're, go they're going uh, dry. They're, they're receding beyond 500 feet. And Ca right. Canada is going to take over, but they need uh, military muscle to do so. And China is all too happy to provide that for them. I think they better beware because I think China will turn around and invade Canada and take the water for themselves. But this is what we're looking at now. And then the Chinese troops, and you're talking about them coming across the border. Well, depending on who you listen to, there are 6,000. This is what Paul Martin told me. Uh, Steve Quayle said probably 250,000. I had another insider from the military tell me at least 70,000 Chinese troops are in British Columbia and they control the main port. Well, I go along with uh, um, your second guest there. With Steve, Steve, Quayle. Steve, Steve Quayle? Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's at least 250,000. Yeah. At the very least. Well, we also have other information, and I have this from Federal Insiders, um, that they're catching Ukrainians and Chinese, Chicoms, embedded with Antifa, and they're doing paramilitary training with them in Black Lives Matter. Did you know about that? They've been doing it all along. They're training <laughs> them in Syria. Really? With the former ISIS group that is now known as something else. Yes, they're training them. They're training them right here in the United States. They took over most, China has taken over most of our, our um, parks, national parks. And they got to take, that, take over those because of Obama. Obama used the national parks to pay off our debt. So these national parks, which are closed down right now because of COVID, are training these people in the national parks. Interesting. Um, in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, going back years, there were Russians training in the Smoky Mountains in the same way. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Why, why do you think we have COVID? We know that it's not real. Well, I'll say this. I'm not going to say it's not real because it does kill people who already have compromised immune systems with serious underlying illnesses that would kill them anyway. But beyond that, I would agree with you. Yeah. 
It's just a, a name. Why did they change the name of COVID? Do you got any idea? No, I have absolutely no idea. Um, there's a lot of reasons why they brought COVID in, Kathy, is what I've discovered. And, and I have the Hodges hypothesis, if you're interested in hearing it. I... We, we all know the, the local stuff. Uh, the Democrats give us unreasonable lockdown procedures, make us hate life and blame Trump for COVID, and then he gets unelected. That's clearly their main strategy besides mail-in voting fraud. So that that's one level. But there's another level, too, because what COVID did, there's two other objectives that are being uh, realized from this. Um, when Trump came into office, the TPP, Trans-Pacific Partnership, was ready to take over and they could have negated anything that our government did from Congress, the President, the Supreme Court, and Trump killed it. And it was a corporate oligarchy takeover of our government. Now, now we're back to a corporate oligarchy takeover of our government. Here's what I mean by this. Uh, the box stores, the elite-owned stores that were declared illegally to be essential, they've made record profits. 58% of all small businesses are out of business, estimated to be 75% or more by the end of the year. And you have the devastation wreaked upon the um, middle class and upper middle class. And the upper, upper middle class owns the apartments and they, they rent homes and so forth. And they can't realize payments now because of the moratorium on evictions. So they're going broke. So the only people profiting right now are the people who are in the old rich the old money and they own the Walmarts and the Costco's and so forth and so th this is to establish a corporate oligarchy after the fall of the United States government which is coming after the election if we lose and then there's one more element the AI age is here it's called the fourth industrial revolution yeah and the people from the world economic forum have openly talked about killing industrialization so they can usher in the fourth industrialized world and go up with it would be transhumanism for the elite only and reduction in population for 90% of the planet because they don't need the useless eaters called humans. And the remaining 10% will be a servant class not partaking in immortal life from transhumanism. And some people go, go Dave, that's nuts. Well, someday I'll lay it out in real detail. But these are the goals of why COVID was brought in. Do you have anything else to, to add to this in terms of why you think it was brought in at this time? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and I, I would suggest to you that you need to get Dr. Carrie Major on can, your show. Can you send that to me by Skype with some contact? I will. Okay, thank you. Um, has been doing an excellent job of reporting what is in these tests and what is in these these um, vaccines that they want to come out with okay and why they're coming out with them now um, but before I get into that I like to surprise you Dave Okay. I really do. I, I try to do it every show. So, are you ready? I'm ready. We all know that when uh, Mother Teresa was doing all of her so-called spiritual work, 
that what she was really doing was trafficking children. And when I began to do the research on her, I find that she had a baby, a baby boy at one point. And guess what that baby boy's name is? Lucifer? Just a guess. Uh, well, it's very close. Uh, who's this little short doctor that everybody's talking oh, about? Oh, Fauci? Fauci. That's her son. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. You're telling me that Anthony Fauci, the minion for Bill Gates, is the daughter of... Mother Teresa is the son of Mother Teresa. Oh, the, yeah, the son. oh my gosh, no! Yeah, how do you know this? You, you know, you know you're going to get pinned down research. on this. How do you know this? Oh, I know, I know. I'm going to hear a ton of stuff over this, but it doesn't. The deeper that you get into this pad, that you you are doing um, uh, DNA testing and ancestry mm -hmm. you find lots of interesting things oh please can you share the documentation with me for this I will I will please send do. that out oh please do this this is the story of the millennium this is true Fauci mother Teresa's son Oh my! If you put them who's who's the father? Who's the father? If father wouldn't be uh, uh, David Rockefeller, would it? No, it's a priest. Okay. It's a priest. Glad to keep. They know they keep their vows. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we know how that goes. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah. All right. You've got to send me this stuff because you know I'm going to take heat just for putting this out on the air. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. I just, that, I that's just a... learned this last night. So oh, like, Kathy, you are oh! a threat. You're a threat to domestic tranquility. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I hope so. I hope so. I got a short life left to live here, and um, I plan to live it well. <laughs> Which is probably why they attacked my computers two weeks ago. Took them both down. Okay. I can now no longer receive um, emails from YouTube. YouTube cut me off because I was doing too much research, I think. So, uh, well, that's been okay, okay with me because YouTube forgot that they have a little thing on there that says all your subscriptions you can pull them up <laughs> so I get them anyway doesn't okay. matter to me yep. yeah all right well that I'm, you, I'm still I'm still recovering from the uh, uh, other traces <laughs> I, I, I was about uh, three o'clock this morning when I got that and I said Oh, Dave's gonna love this. <laughs> yeah, here come the emails. Yeah, Dave loves that too. Okay, I'm a Catholic Hodges, and screw you. Okay. Um, all right. Let Let's get into um, uh, the spiritual aspect. And well, we're kind of there, really. I mean, 
First of all, I don't know if you saw Fauci throw out the first pitch. He needed to buy yeah. a GPS just to find home plate. He threw it closer to first base than he did home plate. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I was dying when I saw this. Oh, my God. Is he the bottom? He's the physical bottom of the gene pool, I, I have to tell you. I, I mean, he's like Satan's little leprechaun. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Put him alongside of his mother when she's about... 50 years old, they look just alike. It's hard to imagine him having a mother and that he wasn't some kind of incubator baby. <laughs> That's how I see the guy. Oh, my. Oh. Because I would have guessed yeah. his mother would have had a face that would have stopped traffic. You know, the deeper that mm -hmm. you go, the further in you have to go. You can't quit. And I've been at this for 35 years, and I just come up with this last night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, we were going to talk about the spiritual issues of thing. I, I think we need to leave the Fauci thing alone until we get that documentation out there. And let's go for your contention is, and I agree with you, there's a spiritual war going on on the planet right now that supersedes the physical stuff we're seeing. Exactly. And it, it was said that this was going to happen, that we would see this as in the days of Noah. That's what has been told to us. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing live demons running our government. Live angels running our government. Fallen angels, by the way. Yeah, you know, hold, hold on right there. I want to tell you an interesting theory about this. Now, boy, this is another <laughs> Mother Teresa story almost. But this is getting lakes, and, and I, I believe it. I'm a believer in Genesis 6, as I know you are, that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Satan lost, and he was banished here, and the fallen angels came here and impregnated earth women, and really basically, for all intents and purposes, started a second strain of humans and, and and they even are given names and Steve Quayle's really done a good job exposing this and there are now contact tracers which is a ridiculous thing to do because it only works in the first five days of an outbreak but anyway contact tracers now in my county that are going door to door to collect blood samples and I'll tell you what some people think is going on because ours is not the only area that this is happening in they think they're testing for fallen angel DNA, and I'm not joking when I say this. Well, I've got another theory. Okay. They're looking for the 144,000. Explain that to the audience that may not be familiar. There are 144,000 eunuchs that have never had sex, have never... Uh, and, and these 144,000, we know for sure, are going going to go to heaven so they're looking for the hundred and forty four thousand DNA and they're also looking for the Jews that are here how do Jews factor so, into this the Jews are remember they call them all home uh -huh. they want all Jews to come home before this world war breaks out 
And they actually, from Israel, have been calling for them to come back. Here's what I find out. They get down there to Israel, and I have a, a, a missionary that works in Israel, and she firmly believed that she was giving her money to help those Jews that were going back from Russia who didn't speak the language, who had no place to live when they got back there. They were promised a home. They were promised everything, promised the if they would come back. And uh, they got none of it. They're living in the streets and the sandwiches you think that you're feeding them through a program called Lakad, they're not getting. They're what, not getting what's this, that. What's food. this program? I've never heard of it. Lakad is mm -hmm. a. Uh, I might be pronouncing that wrong. It's been a while since I dealt with them at all, but uh, they have a food program that's supposed to be feeding all these Jews that are brought in. And then you donate to the program, and supposedly they make sure these Jews eat every day. Well, since she has been down there, and she went with Laquette to find out about her donations, were they being used right? And she found out that they weren't being fed. They were living in the streets, and they're being treated just horrible. So the Bible says that Israel will call us all home. Uh, and so I think they're after the DNA to find out who are the real Jews over here. And what are they going to do when they find that out? They're going to try and get us all to go back to Israel. Not going to happen not going to happen for this Jew. I'm not going back there. I'll take my chances right here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm not among the elect there, but uh, that, that, that's an interesting notion. Okay, what else is going on spiritually? I wanted to go to the masks. Very, very interesting is our money that came out in 1996 and actually wasn't presented to us till 2003. If you take that money and you make a, a paper airplane out of it and you turn it over, you will see that we all have masks on. Why were they putting masks on us then? I don't know. This is a plan that has been all along put in place. What does a mask do? It makes you invisible. You don't exist. If you don't have a face, when you look in that mirror, you don't exist. So how many of these children that we're raising with masks on their face are going to feel like they exist? And what did this COVID do? It took love. And it separated love amongst families, 
amongst friends, amongst everybody. If I go out in the hall over here and I don't have my mask on, I got a guy that calls over to the office right away. Kathy don't have her mask on. <laughs> well, I think you might be right. Um, usually wearing a mask is a sign of uh, subservience. That's right. That's right. They get us all to submit. And what have they done? They got us to submit to staying home for six months. I got I got a call at two o'clock this morning. I ran upstairs to help a lady who was so weak from being home all the time and not being able to go out that she couldn't get off the floor. How do you know this is due to her not going out? Because everybody in my building is saying the same thing. They feel weak, including me. They feel like they're not gonna live much longer. I mean, her and I were talking about this and everything she said. I could identify with and I just had a conversation with a lady next door to me and a lady upstairs the other day same thing they want the old people to die well I would agree with that they look at the old people as useless eaters but um, it is interesting you'd say that because isolation is causing um, um, a degeneration of our immune system because we're meant to be out and be bombarded with things in the environment and we build up an immunity and we're not getting that now. That's right. And I think that means that whatever they hit us with next will be twice as virulent because we won't have the immune system to fight back. That's just my hypothesis. No, you're right. I, I, last time I think I talked to you, I had burns all over my legs and I couldn't figure out what these burns were but the more I looked at them the more it looked like radiation burns to me I went to the doctor they didn't recognize it I went to the dermatologist I had no idea what that was I went to a military doctor he told me right away those are radiation burns what am how am I getting them how is this coming in you got your computer sitting in your lap and they're just jamming that 5G on there. Yeah, he's right. I got a 5G <laughs> tower not less than four blocks for me, from me. Yeah, they got you're, the you're 5G lucky. all you're, hooked yeah. up for the kids. Well, you're, yeah, well, yeah, well, the schools were out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that same thing where they went in and retrofitted a lot of schools for 5G. Right. Um, well, you know what's interesting is I bet we could find 50 studies right now in various communities across America that are opposed to 5G. But why is anything really substantially be happening to block the 5G from going into into activation? Because the parents don't believe it. 
once they see that how this is going to affect their children and it's right in front of their face then it's too late it already affected their children oh. and who who pushes the hardest for the schools to reopen well right now I think it's Trump yes that's right and who pushes the hardest for the vaccine I don't think Trump is I think he might be playing a game I really do I, you know, I'm going to give you a theory here on this Kathy and I know where you're going with this and I think we want to come back to it because it's a value valuable opinion but it's been suggested to me by law enforcement that Trump is going to use the dispersal and sh well, the shipment and dispersal of the vaccine as a cover to get troops into place so he can declare the Insurrection Act that's exactly right. Oh, you know that too? Yes. That's exactly right. And how does he do that? There there have to be some sacrifice. This is why I'm telling you, you need to get this Dr. Carrie Med, Med whatever her name is. Medad? Yeah, just Medad? like I said, send her stuff over to me and then uh, I'll give her a yeah, call and uh, we'll chat. Yeah, you got to get her on. And when you do, make sure you can't be taken off the air. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I interview a federal law enforcement agent, and he's high-ranking, and they're on to us. Because the last, when I interview him on our TV show, nothing happens. But when I interview him on this forum, three interviews have disappeared, partially or in yeah. full. Yeah. I, the one I sent you over yesterday was Dr. was this Dr. Carey. Mm -hmm. When I went to open it up when you sent me back the email, it won't it's been taken off the, Oh really? Yeah, it's been taken down. So I went to her YouTube site. And that same interview is not any longer there, but she had another interview that's very, very provocative. <laughs> and um, well, tell us what 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 does she allege? She says that Moderna has bought the um, patent to the vaccine which the vaccine is set up to to bring in transhumanism. Yeah, I would agree with that. And um, that we become the owners or the the they become our owners at Moderna. Because we have COVID, they own us. Yeah. Let's stretch that out. We're talking slavery. They can take us to the camps and behead us or gas us. Is this where you're going with this? That's right. Yeah. I've had this discussion, but without the patent issue with Celeste Solemn. And uh, I, I, I'm going to have to get in touch with her to get her opinion on that last part. But I think you're probably right. I know that um, the CDC, a lot of people don't believe this. But I, I put the documentation out there, the actual forms. 
The CDC, during the Ebola scare about five, six years ago, they actually bought the patent for Ebola and Ebola treatment. So this is not new. Do you know who uh, Moderna bought the patent from? No. I don't either. I, I, I um, That's a good question, though. I, I'm going to tell you. I'm yes, going to I'm going to venture a guess. It's one of two groups. It's either the National Institute of Health, the NIH, or it's uh, the CDC. Guarantee it's well, one or the other. A man named Derek Rossi is founded Moderna. So whoever he this man is, which I haven't had no chance to look him up. Uh, he's the one that we got to worry about, and he's founded Moderna uh-huh. for the RNA factor, not the DNA factor, because they want to change us over to uh, to be what they want us to be, transhumanism. Well, I've heard what they're doing for, for us. This is something I think that Sharon Gilbert talked about at Steve Quayle's Branson conference a couple of years ago. When Sharon, uh, and she's a microbiologist, she was actually talking about cellular level changes like what you're describing, RNA and DNA. And she said that we'll all go into transhumanism, the ones who are let to live. But for the average person, there'll be a dumbed down transhumanism for everybody else, souped up, live almost forever. Is that your understanding too? Mm, I don't really don't understand transhumanism all that well yet. But she got me really curious to start looking. For example, she was talking about there are three three phases to this uh, turning us over to transhumanists, and we are in phase two and they're speeding up to phase three through these vaccines so she said that they should be at phase two testing out on at least a hundred humans which they only tested 45 and 80% of those ended up with terrible side effects. Yeah, I saw that. There was I could not believe this, Kathy, but there was actually a CBS reporter that interviewed Bill Gates and she confronted him with the side effect rates. And I thought she didn't get the memo. <laughs> You're supposed to bow down to Bill Gates. Oh yeah. Well, well you know, um, I don't remember if you know who Mr. Griffin is. Oh, Ed Griffin? Yes. Yeah, I know Ed. I've interviewed him a couple times. Sure. Okay. Ed, Ed is, you should have him on again right now. Okay. Because between Ed and uh, David Icke, first we'll take David Icke. David Icke had a, a Travelka get-together over in London. He thought he would only have 30 people show up. And this was a 
get together on not using masks, not complying anymore. Instead, 35,000 people showed up. Now he and Ed Griffin are teaming up on Jekyll Island. I believe it's supposed to be the end of this month. Uh, and so it would be good to get him on before so he can get the news out about this Jekyll Island thing. Okay, all right. I'll um, I'll go th through his people. I know them all, and uh, I think that's good advice. Ed, Ed is a great interview. And Do you know the best interview I ever saw Ed do, though? It was with Yuri Bezmenov when he came on, and Ed interviewed him, and Yuri covered the four things the Soviets planned to do to the U.S. to conquer us within, and all four things have been accomplished. Yeah, and you I know. sent that to you the yeah. other yep, day. Yep, 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 and I, yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic work that he did, and it was such a good interview, but you're absolutely right. I'll, I'll work with Ed on that, and uh, well, you, you, you're turning into my program director here, Kathy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and on the 26th of this month, um, David Icke is going to have another meeting in Travelka Park, and they expect over 100,000 to show up. Okay, that's, People that's are good. no longer going to comply. We're done. Yeah, I agree with I you. I never complied in the first place. <laughs> well, there's a group up in Kingman, Arizona that I've been working with and consulting with, uh, and they're protesting their unconstitutional lockdowns too. And I think that yep. they could be the impetus for what could go uh, national. And uh, they're getting a lot of attention. I know Doug Hagman's talked about them on their show. I, I introduced those people to Steve Quayle, and I think that's how Doug found out. And Steve has talked about it. And uh, I've done, oh gosh, probably four or five podcasts or articles on it. And people are beginning to get it. They're standing up. I'm speaking to a group in, uh, in Broad, Bradshaw Mountain, which is uh, really part of the Prescott greater area, over 100,000 people. And they get it. They get it. And, and, um, I'm hoping these groups will all come together and collectively uh, stand up. That's just what I was going to say. Yeah. I knew from the beginning it was going to take the older people to step up to the plate and be the leaders that they're meant to be. Don't sit back and think that because you're old, you can't do nothing. <laughs> because you can do all kinds of things. To create a little havoc for the I, I can't dunk a basketball anymore, but I think I can organize protests. Yeah, you can <laughs> throw one, right? <laughs> Not as well as I used to. <laughs> no. Too too many injuries, too much time. But but yes, you're right. In fact, actually, I'm consulting with these people up in Kingman on a pretty regular basis. Um, you remember, Kathy? I'm an eight-year veteran of fighting against uh, government-attempted seizure of my property and my neighbor's properties without compensation, and John McCain was behind it along with his bankster friends. And so I learned a lot about protesting in those eight years, and I'm trying to share what little bit I learned with these people, and they're quick learners. These guys are good. Well, you know, if you think about it, what did COVID-19 accomplish? 
it shut down the whole world. Yes. So these snakes can move in wherever they want and do whatever they want and set up whatever they want because we're home. We don't see what they're doing. Okay. That's well, they good. didn't. They didn't count on God. Yeah, that was God true. Didn't tell us anything. <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree with that at all. Um, I still think, though, there are so many sheep out there. It's just unbelievable how we're acquiescing. Yeah. And it's only going to take one thing to wake them up. And I think David Icke's got the right idea right there. What's he going to say? Do you have any idea? Yeah, he. I sent you out the thing. I must have missed have it. it in your email. Uh, where they had the 35,000 people and him speaking. And he said, he kept telling them, all that they're doing is making you subservient, uh, good slaves to them. That's true. I, I've made that point. What I've said to people is you don't may not think that the face mask issue is a big deal, but it's the first step oh, towards big. what they did towards taking away our, our, our livelihoods, the food off of our table, eliminating private property right. and ending up doing what Hitler, Mao, and Stalin did, which is executing a major purge. So it's the first step. Right. You want to stop the purge and the genocide? You have to meet them at the face mask level. I'll tell you, I have nurses that come in three days a week here uh, to work with me. And the injuries that have been caused me by, I believe, targeting so when they come in here, the first thing I say to them, take that mask off. Don't come in here with that mask on. I don't want no masks on in here. I want you breathing right. <laughs> and they're always glad to take the mask off. Yeah. So there are a lot of closeted people who are not obeying because of their fear but their fear of loss of jobs, their fear of loss of clients, yeah. Well, I, would, I, I agree. I, I get these shots twice a month, and um, I go in, and it's a ward, uh, and a lot of nurses there. And, and, and actually, they know who I am now. They, some of them listen to the show, and they always come up, what's the latest, what's the latest? Uh, to a person. They're all opposed to the face mask rule, and they all say, "We know it's BS. We know it doesn't work." Um, right. And they said, when they come to the mandatory vaccinations, most of them have told me they're not going to take them. So David Ike has given them an outlet to be for a day non-compliant. Well, you think that's only going to last one day? No. These effects now they're all looking forward to coming back together again. And David Icke is the one that will be doing Jekyll Hyde with Griffith. When is that event? I believe it's the 29th of this month. I'm going to have to definitely check this out. I, I, you know, in fact, I'm writing myself a note right here. Call Ed. 
Absolutely. And, and you're the gonna, 26th and you're, and you're gonna give me this researcher's name too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, that's good. So the nineteenth and the twenty sixth are the two primary dates. Dates to watch for. Yeah, I think that the takeover of America is gonna actually come sooner rather than later. I think if the Democrats assess the fact that they can't cheat enough to win, it'll happen before, or at least the attempt yeah. will. Well, I want everybody to know out there, I do not comply. I do not agree with anything this government has done to lock <laughs> me up, to, to cause me yeah, to, I hear you. to but shut I, up. I, I just want to no. sing you a song, though, Kathy. Bad girls, bad girls, what you going to do when they come for you? Have you thought about that? Yes, I have. And I'm going to say to them, well, thank God you got here. This is just about over. I asked a lady that on the air the other day, and she said, well, I have a vaccine for them. And I said, oh, really? I didn't know where she was going. She goes, yes, it's a lead vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I, 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 and people listening to us right now that aren't familiar with this issue, we can't always start at ground zero, folks. Kathy and I have known each other for years and years and years, yeah. and 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 we have to assume sometimes a little knowledge on the part of our uh, audience. But uh, to the average person, they think we sound like lunatics. To everybody else, it's just kind of business as usual. And and this is how they're doing it. And we're exposing it here on the Common Sense Show. Tell people about your uh, your TV show. Uh, I no longer am doing that Oh, show. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they took us off the TV. <laughs> and they closed the show down. Because you told too many truths? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So much for they our didn't... civil liberties, right? There's no civil liberties. Well... Well, the truth I was telling was out of the word of God. I hear you. No, listen, I hear you. That's what they fear the most. They want yep. the Holy Spirit to be gone, which he will be for a while when all the poop breaks out, but but they want it gone. They don't want any mention of Jesus, the Bible. This is why they're going after the churches and all the pastors for large group gatherings. Well, I just can't stand this stuff. Well, Kathy, we're out of time, oh, and we've got to cover oh, a lot of stuff. And we even got to I laugh a little bit. I just going to go after the pastors. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Kathy, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, we covered a lot of territory. It's very, very productive. And I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks a lot. Yep. We'll Take talk care. To you soon.